Hey everybody, it's Howie Spangler from Tales from the Green Room Podcast. Uh, before we get started, I just wanted to say how grateful I am that you're tuning in and listening um, all this time. It's It's been, I'm kind of mind blown. It's been like an amazing sort of experience. Uh, I have a lot of fun doing it. I've been on the road recently and uh, people have come up to me at the merch table saying how much they enjoy listening to the show. And um, yeah, it's just been incredible to uh, to get that feedback. The, the reception has been been really great. If you would like to officially support the podcast, you can do that now. Um, there's three price tiers, 99 cents a month, 4.99 a month, or 9.99 a month. Um, you can cancel any time, uh, but every little bit helps. I just want to keep being able to make these more often and uh, keep serving up the quality content. And if you're enjoying the show and you, maybe you're learning something or uh, maybe it's entertaining for you or maybe you just like the sound of my voice, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I would love to have you as an official supporter of the Tales from the Green Room podcast. All you have to do is go to the profile. You can go to talesfromthegreenroom.com and just hit support this podcast and select whatever price tier you'd want. Again, you can cancel anytime you want. No pressure at all. Everybody's got to eat. I totally understand that. In any case, I am just happy to have you here in the first place. Thank you so much. What's going on? It's Howie Spangler, Tales from the Green Room, episode number 26. Valley uh, Who has some shows coming up. Uh, September 21st, we're going to be at The Depot in York, Pennsylvania. Um, and we haven't been there in a while, so looking forward to that. And then uh, Union Jack, September 22nd. That's in Annapolis, Annapolis, Maryland. Um, it sold out last time. Make sure you grab tickets for that as soon as possible. Uh, it was pretty insane. Um, and we're going to try to go on at a more decent time this time. It was a little, little late last time, and I don't really like to go on that late, um, but that's sort of what the venue wanted, so hoping to make that a little earlier for you. Got a few shows on the way out to the Real Big Fish Tour this fall. Uh, September 28th, Nelson Ledges in Garrettsville, Ohio with Badfish, and I think Tropodelic is playing. Uh, supposed to be a really rad place. I've never been there. Heard great things. Um, and then uh, September 29th, Ottawa Tavern in Toledo. September 30th, Delmar Hall in St. Louis, and October 2nd at the Fox Theater in Boulder, Colorado. Uh, love Colorado, man. Love it. Such a rad place. And then October 4th, we're kicking it off uh, at the Catalyst in Santa Cruz with Real Big Fish and We Are the Union. So uh, go to ballyherocks.com slash tour for tickets and information, and looking forward to seeing everybody this fall. Alrighty, I'm sorry that I missed the... Uh, this episode last week, um, the band went on a, a little run, a short run up to the, to the northeast, and uh, there's just no quiet place to uh, to really do something like this. When it's got to be quiet, and it can't be too much, have too much noise going on in the background, and um, you know I don't want you having to mess with your your volume dial there because it's too loud at one point or too quiet, you know. So um, I figured I would just wait until. I got home to get back to my studio to, to do this, and I'm just going to do three podcasts this week. So, uh, We continue the track-by-track track series from Detonate. Uh, today we're going to talk about Stop Ruining My Life. I like that title. Alrighty, ready, ready. Stop Ruining My Life. Um, okay, so this one is just for uh, people that um, feel like they're involved with people that just are just miserable, um, toxic, 
situations, toxic relationships, uh, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, maybe it's with your parents, maybe it's with, you know, family, brother, sister, whatever. Um, it's just sort of like the response to that, I guess. Um, I think a lot of us have felt that there are people that are always sort of trying to bring us down. Um, and not even directly, it could be completely indirectly. Like they don't realize that they're making you feel shitty, um, by them projecting their feelings of shittiness. Um, you know, so it's not necessarily like to hurt you, but it, it, it affects us all. Like if someone comes into a room with a real shitty attitude, you can kind of feel the vibe, um, sometimes more intense than others, but, uh, and it's like, you might feel like, man, I just don't want to be around that. I don't, I don't want to, you know, this isn't, this isn't what I wanted to wake up to today, you know? And so, and I think we, we do better when we have positive influences and positive things happening, happening around us, um, that help lift us up. You know, because life is hard already. And the last thing we need is someone else coming in and just adding to that, you know. Um, If anything, other people should be, you know, helping make things better. So that's kind of what this song is about. Well, it's very much what this song is about. Um, So it's like uh, the first lines are, I I think I've had enough. There's only so much I can put up with. And it's just my luck. Seems like I'm always the one getting fucked with. I kept my mouth shut. I can't bite my tongue no more. This version's uncut. I think you're rotten to the core. So it's kind of like someone that's fed up with, with negativity and feeling like just sort of burdened and wanting to, I guess, explode just say say what's on your mind and get out of it i personally have been trying to work on myself for the last few years um and not get so worked up about things that i can't control uh that's been a big issue with me uh and i tend to um sometimes overreact and i i realized that a long time ago but it took me a while to to sort of I don't know, get outside of myself and think about how that might look to other people, how it might affect other people. And, and I try to be positive, you know, and it's, you know, I'm a, I guess I'm a positive dude most of the time. Um, I feel like I'm personable. I'm told I'm easy to talk to. Uh, But, you know, like anybody else I have, I have, we all have a little dark side and it's, you can't be, super fucking 100% positive all the time. I don't think that's real. And uh, so when I, um, when I react to things, now I try to, instead of like a knee-jerk thing, I try to just sort of take a second to think about it, like literally a second, maybe two seconds, to just think about it <laughs> and sort of decide whether this is worth getting crazy about, you know? Um, and most of the time it's not. It's it's always some bullshit and there's nothing you can do about it. So just move on, you know, deal with it and move on. It's about how you deal with things as they come at you, you know. You can uh, be super negative and just say fuck it and just fall on the floor and just let it let it happen. 
or you can just take the punches that you're given, you know, and just go on with your life, I guess. Um, you know, it's bad things are going to happen. It's just, you just got to deal with it. And, um, I've tried to become a person that, um, you know, handles every situation the best way that he can. (laughs) Um, after all, we are all works in progress, right? All the time. It's never ending. Um, so maybe take a second, if you feel like that, take a second and just, I don't know, think about how your reactions might be affecting people around you. Um, is it negative? Is it positive? Are you a positive light in someone's life? Um, Or are you taking all of your bullshit and just dumping it on everyone around you? You know, and I'm trying to be the former. And I don't think, like I said, I I don't think it's it's real to be 100% positive all the time. It's that's not what I'm saying. We we're all gonna get upset, and some of us might sort of shut down and be like, "Fuck it!" Ah, just you know, yell at someone or, or whatever. I mean, that that tends to happen. But I think overall, um, it's just nice to be uh, considerate and, um, you know, just thoughtful about other people's feelings. I don't know. I'm not a psychologist, um, psychiatrist. I don't know. I don't know the difference, to be honest. Uh, so moving on, pressing forward. <clears throat> uh, the pre-chorus you always think someone's out to get you, and I don't think I care. Um, I've known people that I feel like, you know, are like the definition of miserable, and they just sort of exude these like this negative outlook on everything rather than try to see the bright side, as they say. And just, I don't know, just push it on you, you know. And people that uh, some bad things have happened to them over their their life and they just sort of, well, I guess this is life. Fuck it, whatever. It's all going to be shit anyway. You know, just that that attitude, that outlook, is it's not healthy for one. And... I just choose to not be around it, you know? Um, And I guess my reaction to things like that these days is is whenever I I can feel someone, even if I don't even know them and I can see that this is coming from a a weird, dark place, um, you know, you just... I'm never gonna be like, well, dude, that's stupid, whatever. No, I just say, hey, man, yeah, whatever. You know, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't like to try to push my, uh, I guess, my brighter side feelings on anyone. Um, I feel like it's, it's the sort of a. There should be like a mutual respect there, like, like you don't try to push things on other on other people if they don't necessarily believe in that and. I'm trying to explain this the best way I can. Like, uh, just because I have these positive, happy feelings most of the time, uh, doesn't mean that everyone else has to. And I guess it's it's it is it's helpful to a point to 
try to help people see the brighter side of things um, as a support kind of thing. But at some point, people just don't want to hear it, you know, um, if they're just angry or, or upset, you know, if that's just their general demeanor. Um, so it's just, I don't know, it's kind of like a stalemate in a way. You kind of hit this like barrier where it's like, well, I'm not going to make you feel any better. You're going to have these thoughts and I don't want you putting your shitty thoughts on me. So I guess we should just talk about something else, <laughs> you know, like, um, yeah. So it's like, and, and you always think, uh, someone's out to get you. Like my dad was like that a lot. He was very, uh, he always thought the banks were coming after him and, you know, the government and, you know, he was kind of a conspiracy theorist in a way. Uh, but he had kind of this kind of a dark outlook on a lot of things and he was a great guy, but like, you know, and we just talked to him. He was just super cool, you know, pretty aloof in a way actually. But his whole thing was, I don't know what kind of what I'm talking about here. And I was just, I always used to just kind of be like, dude, you need to relax, you know, like, um, but again, that sort of respect thing, like, Hey man, if that's how you want to feel, you know? Um, so, uh, and this, I'm not saying this song is like about my dad or anything. It's just like, just the people that I've met in the past and, um, family members and things like that. Like you sort of get this vibe and, uh, it's choosing to not be around it and rise above it. Um, and it can be really awkward, you know, when you sort of have this turn in your own self and the, and the other person, the, the, the so-called miserable person like hasn't, they're still there. So there's this weird sort of left turn thing that happens and it's hard to connect after that. I don't know. Um, this is getting really philosophical and weird, isn't it? Um, I'm trying to lighten it back up. This is supposed to be, this is actually a fun kind of song. It's more of like an upbeat take on all this stuff that I'm talking about. So <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't know why it's getting so dark. Um, so uh, the chorus is, uh, because you're ruining my life and I'm over it. You do it all the time. Here we go again. Get out of my face. I'm out of this place. I'm going to run far away. Stop ruining my life because I'm over it. Um, it's just sort of like a liberating thing. The chorus opens up really big. And the riff is cool, and it's like kind of like a pop punk reggae song, something like that. And it's just the melody; it's just catchy and fun, and um, which is how I like to do a lot of things. I like to take negative situations and put them in a positive light, you know, like uh, melodically and um, the whole feel of the song. Um, so the next verse is: uh, "You're always bringing me down, um, just to make yourself feel better." but I just tune you out because I'm about to cut you off forever. And so it's like, this is what I'm talking about. Like, um, you feel like they feel shitty about themselves and about their lives and they feel like they can't do the things that they would like to do. And maybe I'm doing things that I just love doing and actually pursuing something. And maybe they, that upsets them. You know, maybe... I don't know. Um, I'm just using myself as an example here, but you, maybe you are doing something that you've wanted to do for a long time, never really thought you could do it, but you said, fuck it, I'm going to just try this. And then the people around you sort of like 
you can't do that. You're not. You're never. That's just never going to happen. That that you know that that's the kind of shit you got to escape from, and you just got to leave those people in the dust. You know. Um, so that's that's what that's saying there. And then it's like moment of silence for all the ones you've taken down. I'll find an island and leave you stranded across town. So it's just kind of like a moment of silence for all the ones you've taken down, meaning like uh, all the people that have kind of succumbed to that person's negative attitude and just sort of submitted or whatever. Um, sorry for your loss kind of thing, you know? And uh, basically basically saying that I'm not going to be one of those. I'm not going to be another one of your, your part of your body count. Um, I'm going to lift myself up if no one else does and just keep moving forward in a, in a, in a positive way and just try to live my life and be as happy as possible. Um, and you can stay stuck in your little fucking rut, you know, whatever that is. Um, and then it, then I go as far as to say, uh, you say you, that you'll never speak to me again. I don't think I care. You know, it sounds like a plan. It's like, if that's how you want it, then that's how it's going to be. Sorry, I can't deal with this. You know, I think there's a time where like friends and family should support each other. Um, but there is, there is a point, there's like a breaking point where you're just like, look, man, I've done and said everything I can to, to help you or to make you feel like you're worth something. And I will always be here for you. But you know, I, I got to take some time off. <laughs> you know, everybody has got to find their own path and pursue pursue their own thing, whatever that is, that, that is going to make them happy. It doesn't, no one else matters, you know. Um, don't let anyone stop you from, from going after the thing that you want most. Don't let anyone fucking stop you. Woo, heavy, heavy times. Uh, so let's talk about the production side of it. Um, actually, this song was written uh, right before we went into the studio to record Girls back in 2015. Um, I put up, I remember putting a video up of this, actually. I'd just kind of written the demo and had it plotted out. I did some, some vocals on it, some scratch vocals. And I had my daughter sitting on my lap. She's all little, has like no hair yet. So cute. And a little onesie. Um, and she's like rocking out. But so <clears throat> what had happened was I, I, uh, I wrote the song and I just fell in love with the hook. Um, it felt so big to me. It was very melodic and catchy. And when it came time to record uh, the girls' record, it just, I just realized it didn't fit. Um, it was the same, same thing with Detonate. I'd, I'd written Detonate in 2013. And once we got to the girls' sessions, it was just like, yeah, this song's not going to work on this record, you know? Um, you should never try to, in, in my mind, you should never try to uh, make the, the puzzle fit if the pieces, like, aren't, you know, cut out that way. It's just, you just can't, I don't know, trying to squeeze songs like that on a, on a record like Girls, it just wouldn't have made sense and it would have been really weird for the whole composition, you know? Um, so you just take the songs and you, you, you hold them and maybe one day you'll get to release them when the time is right. And that's what happened with this record. It was just, it was perfect timing and it's going to be a rock record and this is going to fit just fine, you know, right into the, in the, in the overall scheme of things, these songs will, will do really well in the value catalog. They're going to add to it, make it even better, I think. Um, and 
when you consider the album as a whole, uh, I mean, these songs are, are perfect for it. Um, <clears throat> so we recorded it anyway. We recorded Stop Ruining My Life uh, for the girls' album. I think we recorded uh, 15 songs, ended up releasing 12. Stop Ruining My Life was one of them. And, you know, we listened back. I was like, you know what? This isn't going to work. And I was also, I wasn't quite feeling the um, the chorus, the guitar under the chorus. Like, um, it's, the way you'll hear it now on the record, um, on the Detonate record, is it's this kind of single note, guitar, bass, riffy thing that happens. And when I had originally done it, I just kind of played it as full chords, I'm getting technical now, but these full chords, but like <clears throat> kind of strumming them along to the rhythm. And it kind of takes away from the punchiness of it. And I remember like always not feeling it when I would listen to the playback on that a few years back. And and it just didn't feel like it was a finished song yet. Like it was just about there. Everything was structured perfectly. But it was just the way the guitar was in the choruses. I just, I just didn't want to release it that way. Again, it wasn't going to fit anyway on that record, so I'm kind of glad it worked out that way. So here we are, uh, re-recorded the song in this detonate session and changed the uh, guitar part in the chorus. And, I mean, it's just, it came together. It just came together really well, and I'm uh, really happy with it. I think it, it turned out really awesome. Um, and... There's a tiny bit of layering on it. Um, I didn't do a whole lot of layering on this record, like production stuff, like synth and, you know, any weird, crazy stuff. No beats, nothing like that. But uh, I do like adding some ambient things or some sort of like arpeggiated um, tones here and there. And uh, this song is probably the most, probably the most production on the whole record, I'd say, as far as that's concerned. Um, but nothing that's going to, diminish it or make it feel electronic you know it's not like that um and then it was kind of cool so we got to this part uh on the last chorus after the big shreddy guitar solo um you guys know how i love to shred uh <laughs> the uh the chorus we decided to kind of break it up a little bit um it was actually our engineer mike who it was his idea i remember him saying uh what if we like stopped and just had the drums going Maybe the, the guitar kind of chunking along, like chicka chick, chicka chick, chicka chick, like kind of to the beat. And then we sort of do a chant, like, uh, stop ruining my life. And we're like clapping, and I'm over it. You do it all the time. And so, like, we, um, the, the five of us went out there, including our engineer, set the mic up in the living room and pressed record. And we did like several takes of us in a semicircle, just doing this gang vocal. Um, you know, singing that part and clapping, layered it up a couple times, and it's cool. It sounds like we got this like uh, army of dudes like singing this part. Um, so that was like a fun little thing to do. I love doing things like that, um, just to kind of change it up a little bit dynamically. Like when you hear it, you're like, oh, that's cool, that's different, you know. Um, instead of just sort of the song just continuing continuing on like a typical you know, a song, a typical structure. It's nice to break it up that way. So I think this song uh, is going to be one of those jams that like connects with people on a level like 
it's like agreeing with you if you feel that way, if you feel like there's someone in your life that um, isn't, isn't quite as supportive as you are to them. Um, and maybe you just don't know, you don't know what to say or how to say it. Um, you know, maybe you don't even have to say anything. Maybe you just, maybe you just pick yourself up and you just go do the thing that it is that you want to do, you know? And don't fucking worry about what anyone else has to say about it. Just do what you want to do. And that's what this song is about. Well then, that was kind of a short one today, huh? I don't know, there's not much to say on that one. It's like, um, you know, without beating a dead horse, I guess. It's just, uh, I hope you enjoy the song when you hear it. I had a lot of fun writing it and recording the vocals on it. And uh, I think it's just something that will, will resonate. Um, it makes me smile every time I listen to it, let's put it that way. Um, so yeah, uh, Detonate. You can pre-order it right now. You can also pre-save it um, at Spotify and Apple Music if you have that. Uh, thank you to everybody that's already pre-ordered. Um, every pre-save that we get, especially at Spotify, uh, it helps. It's going to help us put, push us up in the algorithm. So uh, the more action, the more streams that it gets, the more ads that it gets on release day, um, Spotify is going to see that and they're going to they're going to push it out even further for us. You know what I mean? So thank you, everybody, for all, all your help and your support. Um, and uh, hope to catch you out on the road. Ballyherox.com slash tour for all the tour dates. Uh, six shows before the Real Big, Real Big Fish tour kicks off. And then uh, Tickle My Tiki Torch with Real Big Fish and We Are The Union starting October 4th. Ballyherox.com for all the information. Uh, thank you. Please rate and review and uh, subscribe if you haven't. And... Uh, See you soon.